0: Welcome to Your Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here.
1: We're queer. Mm-hmm. Meh. Textual healing. So this is coming out uh, a little later after this news broke last week, but I'm sure it's still going to be a topic of conversation. Um, And it's a story that I personally hate to have to talk about, but it was the popular. No, you don't. You
0: fucking love it. I
1: really don't. We're talking (laughs) about Colton Underwood, the bachelor who came out last week. Um you know I so the bachelor came out I mean, if you if you're not familiar he was a former NFL player he was on the bachelor there was a big deal about him when he was on the bachelor because he was a virgin Yeah, there were sort of whispers about him being gay and and all that oh. shit so he eventually he came out last week on because of the virgin America. stuff
0: the, that was the thing like the connection He's like <laughs>
1: I'm not a virgin
2: and here's why Well <laughs> no like you know, the, well, the
0: whole virgin news was like how a lot of the I mean how a
1: lot of the gay stuff started was because
0: whatever but it stems well, yeah, from that it
1: stemmed yeah i mean but at the same time it was like he was like in his late 20s he's really hot he's like a football player and mm-hmm. i guess it was like how is this guy a virgin you know it was yeah odd well but... and it
0: was there was a religious component to it as well
1: yeah that too but yeah. um all of that to say that if he did a Good Morning America interview with Robin Roberts. Which is like who like you the, go to to be the gay facto these days. lesbo, yeah. yes, of course. Like yeah. she, right. she, she crowns Lesbian you. Lesbian of color, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and she, anyway, so he came out and basically, you know, he said he was gay. He said he struggled with it for a long time. And um, understand, you know, he said that I'm the happiest and the healthiest I've ever been in my life. He said, the reason I came out now is I got to a place where I would have rather died than say I'm gay. There was a moment oh. in LA that I woke up didn't think I was going to wake up. I didn't have the intentions of waking up. So that for me was my wake up call. Mm. Um, so you know, it sounded like he was on the verge of suicide, which is obviously horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great to see him come out. But, yeah, there's, a but. Big, and there's a big but <laughs> big within but. the <laughs> within the hour. I think it was within within Big an bite. hour. Big just
2: got a boner, but yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> within the uh, you, that was you making the dad joke. I didn't make a dad joke. Yeah, <laughs> I could have. Uh, but within the, I think it was like within the hour, it was announced mm-hmm. that he had a Netflix reality show in the works. Yeah. About coming yeah. out with X. Ex- athlete and, like, gay attention-seeker Gus Kenworthy as his, yeah. quote, <laughs> yeah. gay guide? Well, the, ev- well,
0: just, just to correct it, the yeah. Netflix announcement had been out for a long time. It was the Gus Kenworthy and the what the show was about oh. that was came out. But the Netflix show had been announced that they were in works and talks with, with this bachelor, with Colton, to do a reality show, but the content of it wasn't released.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, still, with that being said, though, you know, I think you could look... You could look at it from a lot of different angles. I look at it from the perspective of, of it feeling. I just don't. Under, it seems odd to me to decide to come out on a morning. Like I don't get the sort of um, rigmarole around it and the and the pageantry of it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it feels to me like it was a a monetizing of it in that a vehicle it was, to promote the show. Sure. Yeah, yeah. A vehicle for I mean, self promotion. And by the way, we should add too that even if you're all earnest and and you feel really good about him coming out the thing that really kind of sucks <laughs> is that all of this stuff is happening and this is not long after he was he had a restraining order placed against him by his ex-girlfriend who i guess was also on the bachelor and he had apparently stalked her and harassed her and put a tracking device on her car
3: which is so which
0: is <laughs> insane yeah. scary which is, shit which is like but see, the thing is, is like <sighs> there's okay there's like I know a lot of our listeners probably, and I'm not either, but aren't like deeply invested in the Bachelor or the Bachelorette <laughs> oh, franchise yeah, I know. and everything I think it's about it.
1: Horrifying. It's like mm. it's
0: to me. It's like Drag Race for straight people. I don't understand it. Is. it. You're it's right. Like, I don't. Under, I never really got. That I don't get it either. Serious. But even for the um, the the whole restraining order and all of that, there was also a lot of talk that that was used to for both of them to keep their name in the news, so that oh, they could, so there's. <laughs> So I mean, I it's believe just like women, thing, I, oh, I believe her too. I believe, I believe that this is, a, that he was probably very threatening. I believe, I believe all of those things. But that said, we also need to recognize that this is a very toxic, toxic, toxic yes. program that right. plays on the idea of heteronormativity in a way that like creates not only that there is only two genders in the world, but also that, that, that. It is just, it's just such a, it's actually a sick model for a show. It's, it's a really, really fucked sick up. model for you a show. You know what's,
1: you know what's wild though? If that's true, if, if this, if that was all just done for publicity, yeah. that would somehow, somehow wildly make him even more ghoulish. Yeah. That he's know, like seeking attention in the creepiest way possible, yeah. lying about it. She is in on it with him. And <laughs> mm-hmm. then he comes out like, you, you, all you know, of his
2: the, agent, his agent's like, hey, dude.
3: Put a tracking device on our car. Yeah, yeah, horrifying. It's me, all horrifying. And it's
0: this weird, and 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 his doing what he did with this coming out. Like to to me, it's a it's it's there's two there's a twofold issue here. He comes from a very religious background in a very conservative part of the country in a very masculine part of the world. You know, sports, NFL. And mix that with religion, and it is not a good combination for someone to be coming out of the closet. Certainly, not, I give yeah. him that. Mm-hmm. Fully give him that. Absolutely, sure. and me too. That said coming out and timing your coming out to announce a Netflix reality show that has already been in the works for six months. This right. was all an orchestrated event for you to monetize your gayness in a you. way that you can profit from it. Thank and you. to me, that adds even more credence to the Thank idea you. that anything he does is for attention Thank rather you. than- sort of actually advancing the good of queer people. And that said, then he is added to the list of men who are (laughs) making it worse. It's it's Mm. true.
1: It's like, this is is why I wanted to, I like hate talking about it because it's just so triggering in how ghoulish it is. And on top of that, like I posted something about it in my stories that got a lot of traction on Instagram. And so many people, especially gay men, but also women, queer women, lots of different people were like, you know, in you know, in accordance and sort of aligned with us about it all feeling ghoulish and and uh, and you know attention seeking. But there were a few people who were like, "Well, I just you know like let's be real. I just want to see if he and Gus can were the, were the fuck." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, you're not going to oh. see that on
2: Netflix." So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, so, my yeah. response is like, "Oh, like that's so. It's so. It's such a bland." Uh, desire, I think. Like, yeah, there's sure. no, uh, sure, they're both attractive guys. Like, I I don't disagree, but to me, it's like, God, just at this so, point, rise above the easy, yeah. the easy thing get, of like, get like well, a, will a Billy they fuck? Eichner,
0: or get like a, get someone mm-hmm. who's actually entertaining to show him a full, fully
1: rounded and, well, that, experience. That's, that's its own separate sure. thing entirely, yeah. where it's like people are just calling it like a mayo sandwich. <laughs> it's just yeah. too. Yeah.
0: Hot, it's not even white. mayo. That's too nice for it. It's Miracle Whip. It's not even real mayonnaise.
2: You know, one of the things that I wanted to address uh, oh is that Uh-oh. I have no, no, believe it or not, Ellie, this is not That's leading the way at my expense. I do want to address that that I think there is there's two types of hot in the world. There's hot, there's Bachelor hot, and there's a regular hot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone I've ever seen on The Bachelor is to me not hot, <laughs> and because either they look too cliche I actually just objectively don't find Colton good-looking I would say at all um and but like I, and it just kind of blows me away like I think even sometimes when I've watched like The Bachelorette or something I'm like hey I must be able to like get into this somehow there's got to be someone on this show that like enchants
1: m- my soul
2: and I'm never into any well, one of I mean, on these yeah. shows
1: I think to your point I think it's just kind of like a sort of um banal like a and like, there's an unforgettableness, a cliched yeah. sort of Hollywood blandness to it, where they they're not necessarily people who ha- who have anything interesting about them, right? You right. Know, and it's not to say they're not attractive. It's just that right. they're sort of meant to just be, you know, h- hot by very you know yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. bland standards. Well, I and guess. also, their blandness,
0: yeah. their blandness speaks to what the show the wants, which is like... Heteronormativity. Exactly. That, that yeah. this person needs to be so basic, so bland, so just like meat, like he's the obvious man, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's just the person that you would have on a show like this and that he's not complicated at all. There's nothing nuanced or groundbreaking about this person. So it doesn't cause a stir with sort of the genders yeah. or
1: the sexuality yeah. or anything. Like... Yeah, the, it's... The Bachelor, it's, to me, I just... I feel like I mean it's such a good it's such a good analogy that it's Drag Race for straight people, but for me I I it always sort of blows my mind because I try to wrap my head around how the show works, but I just can't mentally truly I mentally cannot understand the idea, and I know it's reality TV I know that it's artifice I know that there's production I'm very much aware of that like most people are, but I can't really wrap my head around the idea that people that straight. These women and or men, depending on whatever, Mm -hmm. bachelor, bachelorette, the premise is that they're going to walk into a house with 20 people, obviously cameras there. Yeah and that they're looked at, <clears throat> like they immediately are going to connect with this person I know. desire yeah. him fight like it's also unnatural to me that I, I, can't. I don't get it I can't get
2: that's the other thing i can't get over is i'll watch previews usually during wheel of fortune which i've now been watching <laughs> religiously <laughs> since the pandemic but they, there's always previews for bachelor and it's just i to me for, you know for lack of a better term it's super faggy it's like these yeah. incredibly yeah. intense Very shelly. conversations where someone's like i i feel I really have feelings for her. And they show them like kiss by the pool. And you're like, the fuck? I'm supposed to believe that. And we all, like you said, Elliot, we all know in a production like that, they're spending fucking 15 minutes together.
1: Yeah. It makes uh, no sense to me. You know, yeah. she,
2: like for, for like the first week and and then we're supposed to believe him or her when they're like, I'm really, I'm really, I think I'm in love and he's the one and she's the one. And you're like, the fuck are you talking? How did people yeah. watch this track? But I think
1: that's to Alan's point. It's like, it's so... It's a fairy tale. It's a heteronormative fairy tale that I think I'm so, and you guys too are just so separate from as any queer person would be. That it's so strange, strangest
0: thing, like. Watching it like I, I love watching old movies. I love watching sort of with those quaint sort of depictions of love and whatever that shit. Because I know it's a fantasy. I'm watching a fucking film. I don't right. need a reality show that's presenting this weird staged straight love experience that only exists in 1940s films. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. I think and- it
1: really. I, yeah, I think it must be oh. just so odd for people for for straight for queer people to watch the show. It must yeah. be so odd for the rest of us, the rest yeah. of our queer brothers and sisters who are like. I'm sure many watch so- though. I'm sure yes. many watch. Oh, but probably it's probably like just, one of the
0: yeah. highest rated shows on TV. You know, yeah. like it's huge. Yeah,
2: but you know, I mean, I remember Elliot said this a, re- a couple of years ago or something. He says, "I, I don't fall in love until the man has
0: tickled me," and <laughs> you know. Well, <laughs> but I, I, I know I know you want to end on that, but I have to say there's a I big know, part of this conversation that. that that has been going on for years about the need for like a gay bachelor or a gay uh, a, a lesbian bachelorette or like and there have been in the past sort of bi bachelorettes and a pansexual you know, bachelorette uh, and there was that a couple years ago there was polyamorous the, the, the two bachelorettes that like got together during the season oh, yeah. or something. Right. yeah like something yeah like yeah like there's a whole there is a whole sort of conversation happening around that and then of course there's logo show that gay dating what was the show the that the, remember oh, from a couple of years I don't ago know. Yeah. it was on a couple of years ago but they've tried it and it doesn't work and i think because queer
1: people are like we don't work like we this. don't need the, yeah we're not a monolith we're not it's just mm. so basic and 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 so traditional and we just don't fit into those yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I'm quoting Susan Sontag here, but I don't understand. <laughs> no, what's, what's the response? I don't. I, I don't. I don't use those categories. I don't. <laughs> I don't use those terms. Yeah. That's
4: us.
2: Yeah. Actually, Alan, I'd like. I would appreciate you. if You end. And end on the
1: tickle joke. Thank you. <laughs> no, we should add in after that just the soundbite of Susan Sontag yeah. saying, "I don't speak." What does she? What does she say? I don't. I don't. I don't use those terms. I don't use those categories. <laughs> I, I'm a working writer.
3: I don't but, think but, in those terms. I don't use those categories.
0: Not even joking. I'm so excited about our guest today, Rashida Sheeds, host of the podcast Adjust the Crown, writer, comedian, so many great things. Rashida, incredible. Welcome. Hello. Mm-hmm.
4: Thank y'all so much. I'm so I'm lit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you Why and I you and I met, I think uh, did you come with Cecily? Yes, strong. She did. And she did yes. our podcast. I came with
4: Cecily. I That's came with so funny. her. No, I didn't. I don't think I came with her to do her the podcast. I came with her to your show, my, li-
1: my live show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, I just fell in platonic love. And I yeah. met you. I think I don't know if the live show. I don't know if it was at that
0: show or at a sh- the um the drag show, the drag Christmas show that Ben Delacrim and Jinx Monsoon past guests on this podcast. Yes. We came with Cecily to that show, and I think I sat behind you and we chatted there. And I have not met you,
2: so I'm going to emotionally shut down the rest of this interview. So great to meet you now, but that's it from me. So how
4: are you doing, Rashida? I'm doing all right, man. You know, I feel good. Like today feels good. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, despite everything, I'm you anybody who know me, I keep it 100. You're (laughs) very positive.
1: You're a very positive person.
4: I am. I am because I I don't. I do know why. But also, it's so much of the other stuff out here. I'm just like, yo, these ultralight beams fill me up, fill me up, y'all. And then I'm gonna share them with everybody else.
0: That's something that I noticed from a lot of your social media is that, like, and I mean, this is not this is a podcast called You're Making It Worse. So, like, we tend to look on the dark side of things oftentimes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. But I love how you're you're on your social media and just you in general. You have this like you put this positivity out into the world like how do you maintain it especially as a comedian because so much of comedy is about being cynical like how do you maintain the positivity
4: and i still be funny as hell with it too (laughs) like i'll take some shit i'll take some terrible shit and be like i'll flip it in a way that'll make the people who did something like for example um What's something that t- that's terrible that happened? Uh, it could be whatever. Lots but to I'll,
2: choose from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, I got a right. list, list like, damn, Murder.
4: Yeah. Let this- me just get my list <laughs> well, okay, here, for example, hold on. For, right, right, where do you start? But no, like for example, the other day, my friend who like, she's the opposite of me. Uh, she finds the bad shit and everything. So she was like, oh my God bitch, what we finna do? I just got the Johnson and Johnson. Now motherfuckers Some out. some. it's like the reject and I don't know what to think. And I said, why are you worried about what people think? Like, I bet you something come out about the other one. We're all like the test. Like this, we're, this is new for all of us. And then I was like, you know what makes me upset? I was like 23 people just got shot the other day. They mm-hmm. ain't motherfucking re- taking back guns. Like they not doing, yeah. mo- doing shit about <laughs> yeah. that do right. you know she pulled over she was like because we train together on thursdays i don't let her train with me every day because hell no i just told yeah. you she's the opposite of me yeah. um um <laughs> <Training what? laughs> uh, workout like we oh work got
1: out. it got it yeah yeah
4: so she was like uh she was like bitch that is so true i never <laughs> thought of it like that and i was like so calm down yeah like <laughs> So I don't know, it's just something to look at. It's not the whole like look at the cup half full type shit. It's just like there's already so much of that energy out there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that. I'm yeah. like it has to be this other type of energy and that, and I am that.
2: I do so I do like, love that she, she pulled over just to say bitch and you're right, <laughs> I, I love that.
4: Oh, because could you imagine her driving and saying bitch? Yeah, right, <laughs> it's
2: a different vibe. It's a different vibe. Right, it's a
4: different Did- vibe. That, that bitch she belted out would have had us like, <laughs> on the one-on-one flipped over somewhere. But I was like, I'm so glad you pulled over to tell yeah. There was
0: There was that meme that was going around about the vaccine that I died of laughter at. It was like the Pfizer picture was like Princess Diana. The Moderna picture was, was Dolly <laughs> Parton all wearing like this black dress. And then the last one was like Joan Cusack with her hair on fire. And that was the Johnson <laughs> and Johnson one. And I felt really proud to have the Moderna vaccine. I was like, I love mm-hmm. being Dolly. I am Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> it was one that really got me. It was like, I don't know the guy. I wish I knew his name because I love giving people their props for their yeah, yeah. content. But um, there's this guy. He was supposed to be the Johnson Johnson person. He's like, oh, Mom, can you come pick me up? I can't be at this sleepover anymore. Six yeah. people made a mistake, you know? And it was like for real. That's just how it is though. It's like six people and y'all are like, come Yeah, man. I'm
1: actually surprised that they put a, a pause on the entire thing. I mean
4: On the whole shit. Yeah, I guess yeah. like
1: like you said, I, I I guess I'm I'm I wouldn't I'm not fully shocked at the idea that like this is being perfected, it's a new virus, it's a new strain, it's a new medication, it's a new vaccine. Mm -hmm. Like obviously there's gonna be bumps in the road. So I wasn't like like, blown away by that, but I guess, if any, if any of the drugs was going to have a, a bump in the road, it sounded like it was going to be jumping. Also, let's oh, rewind. Oh, this bitch, let's, Michael Barbaro. Sorry, <laughs> let's <laughs> rewind a little bit. to like people who
4: make baby lotion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, did y'all think You're the same right. motherfuckers that make baby powder? <laughs> the same motherfuckers who just ended a lawsuit? <laughs> they won't have no boss in the road, though, Ellie. No, not.
3: But 50. just for like
0: mm-hmm. a little perspective, just because of the clinical trials, I mean, one thing that I think is really fascinating that I heard this week, and it Kind of refers back to our guest last week in the 80s with when azt was going through the, the clinical trials and how many millions of people would have been saved from dying of the aids virus if yeah. azt had been pushed through early on so that people could yep. get it and not had to wait for two years for yeah. this drug to come out and save people's lives so we're at, things are good right now things right, are good, things but,
4: are good yeah, even if yeah. who got the baby lotion uh yeah. one. it's yeah. it's it's good right? oh my god um because when i when i think of johnson johnson everybody know that's the baby lotion not yes. baby magic
3: mm-hmm. johnson
4: and johnson
1: yep. yes johnson johnson i think of like, baby, oil, their baby oil powder the baby baby oil, oil, yes.
0: Their baby oil is so good for your skin, y'all. y'all oh, should be, the baby I mean, oil, it's gel. really good. I use it. I use it. Huh? Do you just put you it. just put baby oil. You yeah. oil yourself every day. No, I don't do it every day, but oftentimes after <laughs> I like I do a full face of makeup, I do drag machida. I do a full face of makeup. I'll put baby Uh-oh. on after I wash my face, and it it, it huh. helps restore sort, sort the skin. of moisturizes. Yeah, skin. exactly. And they have a baby oil gel. I don't know if that's mm-hmm.
4: the one you use, Alan, but I fucking love that one. They have. Oh, I don't lavender. use that one. I'm gonna check, check it out. that out. Out. they have it in three I was about to say flavors but it's like <laughs> scents don't eat they it, have it in, don't <laughs> eat it guys <laughs> they have it in three scents it's lavender one the lavender one helps you sleep then mm. they have it in a cocoa butter one. you now y'all know mm. I got that one
3: mm. <laughs> I love the cocoa butter <laughs> yeah.
4: it's like a cocoa shea one and then they have one that's like unscented I guess for babies that have irritated skin or adults mm. who have irritated skin mm. but I'm like that's some smart shit there because shit. <laughs> yeah. sometimes baby oil is too slippery and wet.
3: Yeah, but yeah, it can it's be used true. for
0: all kinds of things. The gay men <laughs> listening right now are literally thinking of <laughs> all like, the ways. I know, and they're yeah. like, why haven't you guys made fun of Elliot, Elliot yeah. yet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, huge huge
3: yeah, for,
0: opportunity. You're I from ever, Chicago originally. I wanted to bring that, because you, you talk, I mean, yeah, you represent Chicago a lot in your work and and online. And I I went to school in Chicago. I love Chicago. Chicago is a great, great, great city. Like, what is it about? I feel like Chicago is like a breeding ground for comedians. Like, what is it about Chicago that (laughs) makes you turn out so funny?
4: I think what it is, first of all, what I'm going to ask the most Chicago question. What school did you go to?
0: <laughs> That's also the most Missouri question as well. I'm from Missouri originally. Oh, so like, I'm
4: sorry. I thought you said you're from Chicago. No, I am. But I remember. went to
0: school in Chicago. I went to school in Chicago, but I was born oh, and okay. I was raised in Missouri. But in Chicago, I went to
4: DePaul University. Okay. Hey, right yeah. downtown. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, But no, I think what makes, not even I think, what makes Chicago the comedians and just the people it's so it's such a real place and it's such a like i i forgot the name of the actor michael douglas Mm -hmm. he he had like one of the a quote he was like man chicago people they work like nobody's business but they also we have this balance where it's like yeah we gonna work but also we gonna fucking
3: Mm -hmm.
4: eat we gonna chum it up like Mm -hmm. we're gonna make time for like that you know for comfort and living yeah. And then the realness of it, I, even the winters make you like it does something to you.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so
4: it's like you get this pride, you get this realness, you get this. It's so much shit to make fun of. Mm-hmm. But then there's this love and all these different. And then there's all this other shit. And the other shit yeah. is like there's blatant segregation <laughs>
3: yes. Yes.
4: <laughs> that like we hate, but also we all make fun of it where it's like, you know, hey, we can do something. You can do something about this shit, but hey, we don't want to be. You know, there's like clearly a red line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you have like the South Side Irish people where the accents are just we don't pronounce vowels, whether you yeah. white, black, whatever. We don't pronounce our vowels. We're so the culture is so thick there. I think that's mm-hmm. where I think that's where like that could answer the question in itself. When I go to other places, I'm like, there's really no culture. Chicago is a city that has its own culture. Like the yeah. way we eat our food, our food. You come there, it's like we not we don't give a fuck if you eat must I mean ketchup or not. We're not putting it on certain shit. Mm-hmm. You can do it yourself, but yeah. we're not gonna do it. And, and then it's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. But like people be like, Okay. Mm-hmm pizza we have literally whole out fights against pizza
2: (laughs) yeah and i will say that is certainly the weakness of chicago is your what i call garbage pizza i think deep dish is
4: the
0: worst (laughs) i think it's the worst no it's but it's uh, the problem is we call it pizza like to me i think the problem when i was in chicago i was like this isn't pizza this is like a a delicacy of chicago it's a A meal yeah
4: but here's the thing real ones know chicago pizza isn't just deep dish pizza we have thin crust pizza Mm -hmm. home run in beggars like real people know we're known for our square cut pizza
2: Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I like, didn't know that. I didn't know that. And so, and so defense, I apologize. Chicago,
4: no, right. Chicagoans <laughs> only eat that shit when we really want it. Or if we got people from or out of someone, town. Yeah. People from out yeah, of town please. come. <laughs> That's the only time my black ass is going to Lou Mount 90s. <laughs> or, or, you know, Giordano's. Look at my accent just...
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: There, but like- the other thing
0: in Chicago is people. I've i I've, I've lived in New York, I, LA of course, and Chicago, St. Louis. Nobody celebrates drinking more than the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like being publicly so drunk is like a rite of
1: passage. I've in really Chicago. never met drunker people than from the Midwest. They, yeah. to us, yes. they can they can knock it back. It's it's really remarkable. Drunker people. <laughs> Although I think it's because <laughs> I, mean, I mean let me let me I mean I, my theory is because it gets so cold that you're just eager to warm the fuck up with as much booze as possible but god everyone's just like really good at, at holding their liquor
4: yeah yeah and then it's like you have those holidays that are so like again with the culture of you have it's a city that fucking paints the river green yeah. for saint <laughs> patrick's day what it's like yeah. It, yeah, yeah it's been doing that since forever and they that's encouraging people shit even shit even people who not irish be irish on that day like right boy, right it's When you do shit like that, it makes you want, like, I know Chicago is known to have some of the best bar crawls. Like, even, Mm -hmm. I remember my first one, I didn't even know what that shit was until I started working up north, on the north side. And I was like, what's a bar crawl? And they're like, oh, shit, bitch, let us show you. And I went to this place called Bootleggers. North and I just remember I then I ended up at this one place and I was like drunk shooting basketball yeah. <laughs> I forgot the name of, but I was like this is fucking fun like it was, like, yeah. and, but it's shit like that where yeah. as then you come to LA where I'm I'm here now and mm-hmm. everything's such like a day thing and it, and it has an a end time it's like oh it yes. starts at 2 it's yeah. over at 7 see you but in Chicago it's like bitch we started this time and it's going in whenever it ends I, but you end up in like Greek town. Yeah. You end, yeah. Up, yeah. you end up on like, uh, on the on south, it's like the near south side, of the south, mm-hmm. we call it Maxwell Street. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up somewhere drunk, eating something. Well, like, yeah. and even, even Wait, on the I north was gonna side, I'll oh, go, oh,
2: go ahead. I was just going to say real quick, I remember the culture shock of coming from New York, which I think in a similar way, there was a drinking culture in New York. Obviously, because mm-hmm. of mass transit, it's kind of set up that no one mm-hmm. really has to drive a lot of the times. Right. And I loved that about it. And then I came to L.A. And all of a sudden, all of my friends are having birthday parties at one in the afternoon Yeah, on a Sunday. Yep. And I just like, I swear to God, now these days, like a birthday party's at like fucking 9
0: a.m. I'm like, what mm-hmm. are we doing?
4: It's annoying. I love New York, by the way. That's, I call it my yeah. second home.
0: New York it's is great. great. But well, one ahead. that I want to say about Chicago, I think that speaks to the drinking is... Especially on the north side, I don't. I think Bootleggers is on Clark, right? Oh no, where is Bootleggers?
4: Yeah, I think it is on Clark because yeah. it's that whole strip of like.
0: Exactly. And there's these three streets that run parallel to each other on the north side, all for three different types of people. Broadway is for the white, bougie, gentrified people. And then you have Halstead for the homosexuals. And then Clark Street is for all the straight people. And they're all literally a block from each other. And yep. everyone is just shit-faced on every single block, based shit-faced on have... different drinks, wine, yeah. yep. booze, beer. Cosmos, booze. But- <laughs> <Yes.
3: laughs>
4: And then you have the, the L that takes everybody where they need to go. Yeah. Like the train system where that's another reason why everybody can be, you know, you you don't have to drive. Like like what Bryn was saying, you can literally not drive. You don't mm-hmm. have to drive anywhere. I miss that. I do but miss that. But they still like,
0: do nah. sometimes, which is not good. Yeah,
4: and then they get <laughs> mad when they can't find parking. It's like, now, you're dumbass new You can't park. Where the fuck are you going to find a, a park space on a street called Broadway? Like, you (laughs) sound (laughs) lame.
2: It's very true. Any
4: Broadway street in America, I just feel like you, that's like.
2: (laughs) You can't park there.
4: Right, or that's like on a King Boulevard. Any black neighborhood with a King Boulevard, because there's a King Boulevard everywhere. You're not going to find no parking spot. Like, go ahead and just take the
2: train. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You know, it it reminded me, just just yesterday you were talking about mass transit. I took the bus to go see a friend. This is the first time I've taken the bus. I I live downtown now, so, like, every bus line kind of comes through downtown. And it's just, I just, I just love it. I love taking mass transit. The bus wasn't Mm -hmm. packed. It wasn't hot. They had the windows open, so there was, like, six people on it at any time. The bus driver was uh, as my mom would say, a real card. He was, he was talking to a lot of strangers and uh, there's just something about getting to know the city, feeling like more a part Mm -hmm. of where you live when you take mass transit, when you're kind of just in and around people, listening to conversations a little bit more, looking at the, looking at your surroundings Mm -hmm. as opposed to getting in an Uber or driving somewhere yourself. It's, it's, and you're
4: on your phone
2: or you exactly, yeah. Are you
4: guys all in L.A. or New uh-huh. York? or I LA. know L.A. LA? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, See, y'all gonna have to teach me how to take... I, I tried taking the bus when I first moved out here. <laughs>
3: Don't
0: do it. Don't I do was it. working three jobs. crazy. Don't take the
1: bus.
4: I was late as hell to work. And <laughs> it was one of them jobs where, you know, you got to find people to cover your shifts and shit. and They were yeah. not trying to hear it. I was like, the number four did not come when it said <laughs> right. it was going to
3: come. Well,
4: I... <laughs> and... <laughs> They was like, hey, you, you going to get ridden up? I'm like, the fucking bus was like, this is, I was not, I'm yeah. not used to it not yeah. coming when it's not going to Well,
0: stay. in L.A., the public transit is based on your skin color. So if, like, literally the trains will only go to places where white people or tourists want to go, and the rest of it, like Santa Monica or the West Side, you have to take a very special above ground train. It's literally the most, I mean, one thing, Chicago, you were right, is very segregated. L.A.'s transit system is Incredibly segregated to the point. But we
4: still would get on the like this shit. See, so I'm just yeah. So you basically just told me fucking. I'm. I ain't (laughs) gonna. Well, there it is. Thank you. (laughs) At least I know.
0: It's ridiculous, LA, and it's so blatant too. Like you you have the subway system that will end in Hollywood when it's like half the people are drinking in West Hollywood and on the West Side, like, and it just stops.
4: It just stops. In it's so it's crazy. Like, it, yeah, why? they do that in Chicago too. They won't yeah. build like the rest of the red line. We've been saying it for years. They the the fucking red line goes all the way up to Evanston.
3: hmm yeah. yeah.
4: In Chicago. But then for the South Side, they stop at 95th Street. I'm like, y'all. The hundreds, the st- the south side <laughs> goes all the way to one hundred and twenty fifth. Fucking stopping here for yeah. Right. So it's just so sad the yeah, whole right. red line thing. But it's like, all right, we see y'all.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah We yeah. see we the, the police like, sirens in the back. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> when I think about when you talk about like you know uh, separating <laughs> cities by race, it's a clunky segue. But years ago, <laughs> you and Cecily uh, uh, Cecily Strong did this hilarious video that mm-hmm. sort of was oh, the predecessor man. to it was 2018 I think so this was before Karen was even a term uh but you guys did like a sketch to get just like a makeshift sketch that was we so, was in the house what's that
4: we were in the house I know what you're talking about yeah
1: you're just like in your in your house or her house and you're just like fucking around with like a couple of wigs and but you were making fun of that of I think that lady who wouldn't
4: call the police on the little black girl selling mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
3: girl scout cookies,
4: right? Or right? No, water bottles, water, water bottle,
0: water bottles, yeah.
4: To earn money to go to her field trip for Disneyland yeah. because you her, know in my, in the playing fields aren't fair. Yes,
1: yeah.
0: she
4: was like a ugh. She was like a ugh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know it's gross, what she was like.
4: but you just I'm not most- saying that like she's just like. Those people were, you know how somebody could not even be ugly, but they're ugly because mm-hmm. of how they, and that's why I'm like, she was like, ugh. Where but, did
1: you, where did you who, who, did you guys think together just like, let's nah, just do this goofy it, shit or?
4: It was some, a real shit. Like something that had happened to me that day. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: no, 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 really?
4: Yeah, something's always, happened. look, when you black. <laughs> Cause
1: I don't around, remember exactly what happened in the video. I'd yeah, so what happened
4: was yeah. I, uh so Cecily owns a house in LA. Of course, I'm not going you know. Um, And I um man, so I was walking in the neighborhood coming, you know, went to the yeah. store and I was walking back and her neighborhood is predominantly, you know, it's predominantly white neighborhood. So I'm walking up the hill and like this guy just started following me in his car and then so you know how you kind of stop to be like no nah, they ain't following me mm-hmm. so and, and like before you know because we've been friends a long time uh before like i would come and uh visit and stay in her rent like she would rent houses when she'd have to work out of la and it would help me too because i'd come out here and be able to work and stuff and i remember checking the mail one day in her rental house and like these people came over and was like excuse me don't you're, st- they thought I was stealing mail. Oh my
2: God. No, you, you were know like why? murdered Cecily and Cecily and like had taken yeah. her house. So, yeah. Right. This
4: this was the summer before. So this time, um, she was, you know, I was, so I'm like, I'm like, I really hope these people, like, I really, I really hope this ain't what's happening
3: mm-hmm. So
4: or what I felt was happening. But when you are in the skin and the body we in, and especially as a black woman, yeah. We be knowing. So I, my vibes don't lie. So I said, okay, this going to happen. So then I'm walking, walking. He's walking, pulls up, it's going to happen. So the guy's like, um, do you live in this neighborhood? Oh are God. you like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, so I'm like,
1: what are you doing?
4: Uh, so I okay. didn't, uh, so and let's I didn't preface this by I didn't saying
0: cecily's neighborhood because i mean we i mean i, I, know, right. she, I know i know that i know the neighborhood she, you're talking about i know where she lived and yeah it's a progressive neighborhood very it's a neighborhood that yeah. voted for obama voted for biden right. Like, it's a very progressive right. neighborhood
4: progressive
0: yeah but not in the best have, of ways but yeah
4: yeah you and that's and that's you know that's a reality for people to think about you still have these people there are people out there they're, ev- they're everywhere
3: they're everywhere yeah,
4: that, yeah. That, that that's what i want people to always know like just because. There are great people who are working to make things one way the way that they should be. Mm-hmm. There's still these people who are stupid, and they and these are the type of people who don't think they just uh, the, you know, Alan, these are people who probably voted for Obama, yeah, but for still sure. yeah. don't yeah. think that there's nothing wrong with what they did, mm-hmm. right? The guy followed me all the way till he seen me go in the, the gate and Ugh. was like, like, got out of his car, and I was, and that's when I snapped off, yeah, you
3: man. know,
4: like, because it's only so much anybody could take. exactly. He drove off. So, you know, I came in the house and just, you know, went downstairs and she was like, what's wrong? You know, and I, when when I'm going through shit like that, it's very like, you know, it's a feeling where it's like, you so angry because you want to do something. But also you like, if I do this, the police going to come and they might shoot me. I'm like, so it's like, what the fuck do you do? So she was just like, man, that's bogus. So she was like, you know, Trying to, uh, she had called her the neighborhood people or whatever, like, yo, this is harassment. And then, um, to try, you know, she was being a friend, so to try to lift spirits, that yeah. same that it had happened the day before with the little girl. Oh. And we just some goofy motherfuckers at the end, yeah, of the day.
3: yes, so, you yeah. are,
1: you
0: are,
4: end of the day. We had a couple drinks, and I just remembered. <laughs> With um,
0: Cecily, you had more than a couple
3: yeah. drinks. Yeah, we yeah, miles
4: yeah. real. <laughs> mm. This woman is calling the police on the flowers for drinking the water. Okay, illegally drinking my water. Okay? <laughs> illegally drinking my water. <laughs> this lady is calling the police on this black dog. Uh, no, this dog is illegally drinking my dog water. no, no. This lady is calling the police again yeah, on a toilet. This toilet, toilet was uh, taking my water. No. Come a hey. no. That's how that sketch got burst. Oh, it's like,
1: so yeah. good. And it's so good. Much, it went viral it turned, and it was
4: like so it started it started from something very real, but it was it turned it turned into like making, you know, turning pain into kind of like a, a purpose thing where people was like, yo, this shit, this how they be. You look yeah. silly.
1: And it really was, it was pretty much like at the beginning of the whole Karen, I hate to say movement, but trend where, where it was given a name. And I think the fact that you guys, I did not know that you took it took it from your actual reality, which is horrifying, but all of that to say, it was like, it was so funny, but also so it potent in that moment.
4: And uh, <laughs> God, it was
1: great because yeah. she's stupid, she right? She is stupid and just us,
4: and it was because Lucy, the dog was in it. Yes, it yes, like, yes, yeah. yes.
1: Yes. But you could just see that you guys, your fr- you could see how how electric your you know how real your yeah. friendship is. Yeah, yeah. and right. she's she's
0: been on the pod. She's a good friend of the podcast. Yeah. She's been on the, the podcast before. We she, love her. She
4: do. She love y'all. She do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so we I
0: want to say your podcast, Adjust the Crown. You, you like dissect pop culture and like do a deep dive. I mean, we love doing a deep dive on like crazy shit that we're obsessed with. Yes. What, I wanted to know what is something about in happening in pop culture right now that like you're obsessed with.
4: Oh, Versus. The oh, Versus, versus is good. That's something that I, like, I, me and my boy, Rob Hayes, he's amazing. We actually Wait, have our versus? own. I don't know what that is. Versus, it's, it's huge in pop culture. It's a black. Uh, battle. Battle, music battle show. So oh, they, yes,
3: yes, yes. Yeah,
4: so that's something, that would be the answer. I'm really, like, into that. Down to where people will watch my, they will wait to hear what I gotta say about who's going because oh, they know how great. much I love hip hop and soul music. And yeah. like, so for example, the Mother's Day battle is Xscape versus SWV. Ooh. and I'm like, what the fuck is Xscape gonna do with their wait five hits?
1: Wait, 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 SW, but SWV is so good. But they're also they're also I think they have different vibes. Like SWV to me is like like pure soul at the core. The most beautiful harmonies, really. the most beautiful like new, like they're they're they step new, on, new jack
3: swing. <clears throat> what is
4: escape gonna do?
1: I don't know. Where's what is escape baby? gonna do? And who I, I, I only
2: know three eleven, so uh, I don't I don't have much context <laughs> for this. But there are
4: rules to the verses. You have to yeah. have like you have to. It's twenty hits. It's twenty. They don't have twenty hits. 20, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> they have Candy Burris. But, but you I love her. her.
4: You can't use her hits. I love Candy, but you uh, can't use Candy. her. Like, you can't use her Destiny's Child hits and shit. No, you gotta use... Her, yeah. ex, you can only play just kicking it once. You can't just keep <laughs> kicking
1: that you,
0: shit do around. You, do, you dream, do you have a dream? <laughs> do you have a company?
1: Do you have a dream versus?
4: I do. I really okay. want to see, like... I want to see Shaka Khan versus somebody. Oh,
1: please. We saw you. Saw pa- Patty No, Patty and already did versus with Gladys Knight. Yeah, that <laughs> was amazing. Was
4: great.
0: I didn't see that. Yes. You could
4: you could go back and see them. They and they just did one that fucking blew everybody's mind, like they did Earth Wind and Fire versus the Isley Brothers.
1: Oh, I and
0: saw
3: that. Was one. Yeah,
1: insane. I've got to say though, I have to say though, Ronald Isley, he,
4: he,
1: I have to say he gives me the creeps, like. <laughs> When he was in those R. Kelly videos in the 90s where he was Mr. Big.
4: Asking,
1: with the cane? Oh, with the cane. Like, something about him just gives me the and full the way, it's body. It's
4: the way he freak. says Kelly. It's the way he says he oh. Like, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Right. Kelly, Oh, my God. They're just sleeping with uh, I, mother. you, mother. I, like. I don't know.
1: Those videos. Those Videos. But out of
4: respect for him, he yeah. didn't do any. He didn't do no. Nothing. No trap. Nothing. He was like, he was like, y'all ain't finna put me in that motherfucking cell with him. But no. um, Shaka Khan would be a like Rach. urine in there. It would be insane, Shaka but, Khan. And then I would hope, I'm hoping, Auntie Anita gets her. She's oh, not doing anything no. until she Anita Baker. She's trying, she just Anita finished Baker. The mass Singer,
0: so I mean, was what? that her? Wait, was that Anita? Who was who was on the mass Singer? Wait, what? Dion Warwick? Uh, she, no, Shaka not Dion. Was
4: on there? Shaka, Shaka Khan. Khan, 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 the Khan. Khan no. No.
0: unfortunately, the Midnight Train to Georgia woman. What's her name? Gladys Knight. Gladys, Gladys Knight. Knight. Gladys Knight. Sorry, not Anita
1: Baker. Sorry. Yeah, I'd love to see Shaka Khan versus <laughs> oh, somebody <dear> like. You. <laughs> I mean, I love Anita Baker, but if we're gonna talk about she like, she
4: couldn't do her. She couldn't do it,
1: and Shaka Khan is able to the way she can riff, I'd like to see her versus Jasmine Sullivan. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Yeah, All right. they
4: wouldn't. But you know, she they wouldn't do that though. She'd be like, y'all don't got me going against this little half <laughs> up? She's not gonna Are it. you serious? It would have She's to not be, gonna do it. You know, she passed away, but Tina Marie versus Shaka Khan would have been- Tina cool. Marie would be a
0: great one. Ashita, Rashida, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Man. We really appreciate it. Thank you Ashita. It. Where can we
4: talk
1: cool, to- though. Where I can, can people talk about f- verses forever? Sorry, yeah, I know, and I haven't I known know. a name for the last
0: like
2: <laughs> ten minutes. So They're where, like, can, people where um, can people follow you? Where can people follow
4: you? Y'all can follow me at Rashida She's on Instagram or on Twitter. Also, make sure y'all tuning in to Sherman Showcase Season yes. Two mm-hmm. and uh, oh, yeah. South Side. Yeah. Southside is now on HBO Max. You know, show shows I write for. So and go listen and, to like,
0: Adjust the Crown as well.
4: Please on yeah. please. It's on all platforms. Season two coming soon. Thank y'all Thanks. so much. Thank this you so, so much, Rashida. Rashida.
0: And another thing.
2: All right, this is our second recording, second attempt to record this. Um <laughs> so I wanted to talk about a, sort of a, a really memorable evening in the friendship of of ours, which was, I had a very good friend in town in New York. This was years ago, it was like a decade ago. My good friend Monica was visiting, it was her birthday and we were at a karaoke bar celebrating her birthday. Elliot was there, Alan, I don't know if you were there. I don't think I was there. You, maybe you weren't, but um, it was really memorable for a couple reason, a couple reasons, and I'll get into that, but um, uh, we were all getting absolutely shitfaced, faced uh, singing karaoke at a New York karaoke bar. When later on in the evening, Elliot's boyfriend showed up. Uh, his boyfriend, uh, we'll call him Mark. Mark, uh, yeah. So Mark <laughs> Air showed quotes. up, Air and <laughs> Elliot has Elliot claims to have absolutely no recollection of this. And it's like one of my more vivid memories of Mark. He showed up that night already in a really bad mood. Like instantaneously, you could tell. I thought I he might have been. No, he was in a up. bad mood. Yeah, he was in a bad mood and he came with a friend and he was wearing his outfit that night was a cardigan
1: <laughs> unbuttoned no shirt underneath yeah
2: and i, I just, do not
1: remember this like i remember the evening but i don't remember that outfit i don't remember his behavior and i do not remember him bringing a friend i remember him i think he brought his his friend we'll call him tall lindsay
0: i remember okay. the friend um, i remember the friend very well yeah. Oh yeah. boy, here yeah. we go. Alan's wiggling another, and jiggling on in another, his seat. Oh no, not because of that. Not on, because of that. It wasn't. It's not <laughs> yeah, a fond right. memory I have, <laughs> but it's of another trip to a museum yeah. that we went on with this friend. Uh.
2: Anyway, long story short, we took it. We ended up all getting in a car. I could tell. Uh. Mark was in a bad mood, and at one point I said to him, "I said, hey, nice. I like your shirt." Uh. I was being nice because he looked fucking ridiculous, and he goes, "It's a cardigan." And I was like, all right. And I said nothing to him for the rest of the night. And I still remember waking up the next morning. And I guess this is the conversation that I want to have about this story. Waking up the next morning and not knowing whether I should talk to you about it because it was like the most Mm -hmm. sort of shitty I had ever had a very dear
1: friend's partner be to me. Yeah, I I, I mean, I should add, I do not, I can't imagine him Wearing a cardigan with no shirt underneath—that that is ridiculous. Is surreal, that is such a mid nineties like sitcom actress. <laughs>
3: worked, you know what I mean? Like but a it, like a belly button.
2: He, you know he was he was all in by, by all means
1: a slim fit guy, but he wasn't the kind of guy you imagine showing up at a
3: bar. No, he no, looked he like never. shirt
2: flapping
1: yeah, no. open. No, I no, also no. can't, but I also but Monica obviously corroborates the story, That's and I just can't remember that happening. But um, I guess in the moment it, it made sense. I mean, I wouldn't have been offended if you had said Mark Mark was like really rude to me the other night. I wouldn't have been oh, offended no, that's on a weird, behalf
0: of him. That's a weird, <clears throat> no, in Brent's defense, that is like a weird, that's a weird position to be put in, I think, because like, sure, your friends, we're all best friends. Like we're all very, very close. And of course we can say anything to each other, but there is that weird sort of like relationship boundary that can fuck up sort of how you deliver Oh yeah. News like that. Because A, you don't think it's gonna end the friendship. Like, of course you don't think it's gonna end the friendship, but it's also like, why bother you with this? It was a one moment thing. I don't want to fuck up your vision of this guy with me. Like, it's like, is it worth it in the it end? It bothered me for weeks too. Yeah. Cause I remember, <laughs> I,
2: cause it was the coldest uh, Mark had ever been. And, <laughs> me and I, actually, I me mean, mean all, all things considered, I mean, Mark wasn't my favorite guy in the world, but I liked him and we'd always gotten along. Um, and so I guess the, the other question I was going to say is so you know, obviously, this is kind of a silly story. I think he was just coked up or something, he was in a bad mood. That's Thus, his life can't
1: be. I, he, he I think he a- was
2: coked up that night. He coked up. Do you know? He was, do nope? he was Wait, in, lo- nasty. we don't know for sure. Does, he? Did he? He
1: didn't, he didn't he, do drugs, he barely did
2: drugs. I mean, well, well, there's a big difference between didn't do drugs and barely did drugs. And, and Coke is like, I mean, I don't, I don't do is, it. but Coke like, is it's very social,
0: like, especially in New yeah. York. It's very much a late, and especially if you're with a certain queer group in Chelsea, which we all know those people in that oh, era of New York. In that era of New York. People. I'm just saying oh, we all bitch. know that era that Coke was very much a used drug but, to stay up. I guess my question would be like, what rises to the level of a red
2: flag such that you feel, you feel entitled to tell your friend? And has, has that ever happened to you? If you feel entitled to tell, to tell your friend, hey, something might be up with your, with your boyfriend.
1: I would probably do that if I saw somebody's partner or whatever be mean to them or disrespectful to them yeah. in a way that I found um, concerning. Yeah. I would probably say something about that, um, but I guess I, I guess it makes sense that you let the thing go with Mark. I, I guess it wasn't necessary to say anything unless he kept up that behavior. Yeah, afterwards. unless he
0: constantly said talk to you about cardigans, then bring it up. Yeah, right. Corrected yeah. me on my on my misuse <laughs> yeah. of the word. No, shirt. I I often think about. That. I mean, it's to me how you know people I'm with have treated friends of mine, especially when I'm at that point where I'll introduce them to friends of mine. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's, that's how what you I need to know. That's how I know that this person yes. is right for me is if like, they're, they're just like, to me, the first thing that I ever knew that Michael was like, my person was that, how he tipped a waiter and talked to uh, you know wait staff and like how he talked how he he was the same values that i have in mm-hmm. treating people and that is paramount to me more than anything else so how you know how he treats friends is like and i mean you, you know, guys were all on a great text thread and like it's i like that back and forth i like that safety I about. love
2: that back and forth absolutely I, I, I think it's i i i felt a very similar way where you know whenever i introduce a significant other to for instance alan if they say i don't really like that guy i'm like you know i really like
3: you i think i think you
2: and i have a future so, yeah it's interesting because i don't think it's i don't think it's ever happened uh that i had of a, a good friend in a. oh no that's not true i did i had a good friend who was like one of the most delightful people i've ever known mm-hmm. uh i won't go into specifics because there's a world in which she listens to this podcast and she for a while had a series of really shitty boyfriends she was yeah. incredibly like successful and went to post undergrad school and all this sh- all this shit. and like and she dated guys that were just abject degenerates for yeah. like three or four years in New York and then finally you know it seems like she's got a great partner now but like
0: oh I've had every, I remember of friends having where I don't like their their partners i mean and That's we really and we and the know, thing is a lot of times it happens to this day where like they end up getting married and shit and i'm just like i don't get it i don't see yeah. it i love you i'm gonna deal with this person in my life but i'm not gonna be friends with that person but like yeah. and my 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 one you know and one of my best friends from back home her and i often talk about you know the spouses of friends that we just really don't like my mom is very open about when she doesn't like someone that one of her kids are dating and she'll she'll be open about it with her other kids just being like can you believe that asshole like yeah. i commend that though it's it's sort of just sort of like yeah, I commend it, but at the same time, we don't have enough to go to the person to be like, you shouldn't be with this person. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I have no reason other than I just don't like this person. And D- me not liking this person is not enough for my friend not to be with that person. You know what I, I do mean? Know,
2: I do know the feeling, though, and it does happen occasionally, your friend will start dating someone. And, you mm-hmm. know, you think, you always, of course, because inherent in the nature of your relationship, you think of your friends highly. Yeah. And just inevitably... Like just one day, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I got to hang out with this person every time yeah. I see my friend. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And sometimes, obviously, like I said, I've never really had a real serious issue with any one of my friends, boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever. Uh, but sometimes it is kind of a bummer. You're like, "Ugh,
1: I got to like. Well, I mean, I, I had to experience with that with a friend who started dating and eventually married her partner, whatever. And it was <laughs> the moment that they met, it was like, oh shit, the, the entire dynamic of the friendship changed. Yeah. Their relationship changed her completely. But yeah. and that's it not was an
0: indication so of... Is, yeah. That's not an indication of you in the friendship or her in the friendship or anybody in the friendship. To me, no, I've, to always, that, though. I've always viewed that as like, well, the, 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 the foundation of the friendship then wasn't stable enough to make this prolong, to go on. And And you just Mm. couldn't see it. You just couldn't see it in the friendship for whatever reason. And it is the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it's just, it just kind of is. And you just have to accept
1: it. Yeah. yeah. Well, with all that that being said, Brent really hates Michael. (laughs) 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 What would your your aunt aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast?
2: In all fairness, there is a big difference between
1: a shirt and a cardigan, you idiot. (laughs) Yeah, my Aunt Joanne would say... I never liked Mark. He was half Jewish, <laughs> and, I, and I and I didn't see that half.
3: <laughs> how about <laughs> how about Aunt Ann?
0: <laughs> my Aunt Anne would also talk about the card- cardigan. She would be like, "But I, like Colton, I have to come out about something. Um, my boobs are too big for a cardigan, and i just never been able to wear them. And I just." I'm so
1: ashamed. Is <laughs> massive. Oh this. my god! Massive. Oh, three I quote. Three him. quotes about Mark. Incredible. God. Yeah. Lord, ne- and it, by the way, he'll literally never
2: hear this. So. Well, uh, Mark will certainly. Mark too. is certainly not listening. Right.
1: Your ex is <laughs> certainly not listening. No. To he's not. Hi, god Mark. Blessed. Miss you. God love, <laughs> god love him. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Elliot Glazer. That is Elliot Glazer. And. <laughs> Just a reminder (laughs) that that is Elliot Glazer. Oh, my God.